Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello. How are you? I hope this day is proving to be wonderful for you. I'm excited to be here with you again. Y'all, I think we're up to almost episode 80. We've been showing up here together talking about how to move your speaking career forward for a lot of episodes. Today, we're going to talk about you and the event planner. But before we dive into that, You know I have to mention Activate is coming up in just a few days. I opened the doors and this time I am limiting it to 40 students. Now, in full disclosure, I did not have 40 students last time, but the email list has gotten really big. The podcast is growing. So I knew that I had to say this is only going to be 40 because I can serve 40 well, me and my team. If you are slightly interested in Activate, if this is your first time here with me, Activate is the course that I've created based on my private coaching, based on my years as a speaker, as a speaker coach, and as an event producer. Activate your speaking career, where we go from overwhelmed and intimidated to confident and equipped to move your speaking ministry forward. If you're interested, even ever so slightly, get on the wait list. The wait list is the only place that you will get the discount that I give. I don't give it out anywhere else. It is strictly in the wait list because I want to bless those who have said, I want first dibs. I want inactivate. You can do that at takethestagepodcast.com and click on activate and then get on the wait list right there. Okay. And then you'll get an email from me. It will tell you how to use your discount and then just how to make it all work. So if you're interested, take the stagepodcast.com, activate, get on the wait list. So today we are talking about event planners, what to expect from an event planner, and really what can you bring to an event planner? Because number one, you want to become that event planner's hero. You want them to recommend you to people because you did such an incredible job of taking care of them, of leveling up so they look great. There's an art to making your event planner look good. I want to walk you through that. So if you've been here a while, you know that I recommend not only an agreement, a contract that you have with your event, but also that there is a phone call that happens before that agreement is put in place, that you walk through every aspect of what you are asking and what they are asking. So everyone is super clear. Now, here's the art form. That agreement could have been signed three months, six months, a year, a year and a half before you ever show up. So I want you to make another phone call and walk through that agreement again. And even more, we're going to go a little deeper. Ask your event planner if you can have 15 minutes on the phone. And if you can't get 15 minutes on the phone, 
Every single one of these questions can be put into an email, but it can feel very intimidating when you put this many questions in an email. That's why I like a phone call. So let's walk through what you're going to ask your event planner. Number one is what is the whole schedule for the event? Because you may be doing one Friday night session, but you want to know when it starts and when it ends. You want the whole schedule. And that's usually fairly easy to get. That is a one click. They've already got that up on a website somewhere. Or ask if there will be any rehearsals, any rehearsal times, maybe a time for a mic check, anything like that. You want to confirm that you can be there. And if you can't be there, there's a workaround. If they're doing a rehearsal the day before and you don't arrive until the next day, obviously you can't be there. But maybe you could Zoom in or FaceTime in just so you can hear the heartbeat behind it. Confirm the type of microphone you're going to be using. You know what you ask, but you don't know at that time if they were able to honor that request. So make that confirmation here. That sets you up for success. It sets your event planner up for success. Confirm that you have a table for either selling your books or maybe some other merchandise you have, and that you have one or two volunteers. Whatever you've requested, this is your confirmation for that. Also, ask the event planner how things are going. How can I pray for you in these last days? This checklist, this follow-up is usually about a week out. So she's going to be a little overwhelmed. So ask how you can pray for her and then make it a matter of prayer that you lift this event up. I always like to keep anywhere I'm speaking on my prayer list that I'm praying for them, for the attendees, for the event planners on a regular basis. But ask some specifics. How are things going? How can I pray for you and your team? Is there anything I can do to serve you well? Confirm the time that you need to arrive. Confirm the time you need to be at the venue. Now, if you're flying in, you've been working with your event planner on flights and things like that. So if you're arriving by airplane, if you're coming in on a flight, confirm that they have somebody picking you up or that maybe you need to Uber to wherever you're supposed to be. Confirm where you're supposed to go on your arrival. If you're flying in as opposed to driving in, where are you supposed to go to the hotel? Do you come directly to the venue? Confirm the address and how you're supposed to get there. And don't forget what time. And then confirm the time that you go on. What time? So the event may start Friday at six o'clock. You may not go on stage until Friday at eight o'clock or Saturday at 930 in the morning. Confirm the time that you go on. And then, and this is so important, double check the time allotment for your message. And also, we're going to talk about this in the next section, but know that you may need to be flexible right there. Simply say, I just want to confirm, I know we talked about a 35-minute segment that I'm still doing a 35-minute keynote. And remember, that may need to change. Ask, who do you follow? What's happening right before me? Now, you may have gotten that whole schedule. Hopefully, she gave you the rundown minute by minute that you can see who you follow. 
ask if it's another speaker, what is their message? Could I check in with them? Can you connect us? Because you want to know what somebody else is speaking on. Not that it will change your topic or change her topic or his topic, but you want to know who you're following. Or it may be that you're following a worship team. See if you can find out what their set list is. What is the last song that will lead into you? Know what the level of energy will be in the audience. It will help you know how to start your message. If you're coming from a big worship song and you're walking in, so your energy needs to be very high. But if you're coming in from a very worshipful song, then you walk in with your energy is still high, but it's in a more, I don't want to say more reverent, but that's what I would say, that you enter into that space with the audience that has just walked out of this very sweet time of worship. So know who you follow and know who follows you. Understand what is happening after you. How can you set them up well? Not that you are going to change your message or anything like that, but is there something I can do, particularly if there's a speaker following you? How can you set them up well? How do, and this is a very honest thing, ask your event planner, is it okay if I invite people to my table? I have a free gift for them. I have a download for them. You may be doing a QR code on the screen. You may be getting email addresses through a giveaway. Confirm whatever you're going to do to gather emails. And you're going to gather emails because we've talked about that. But just confirm that that is going to be okay for the event. And ask, what do you need from me before the event? And bring, even if she already has it, Bring a printed copy of the bio you want read from the stage. And the reason I say that, even though you send it, you have it, is you want to make that event planner's life so easy. When she walks up and goes, oh my gosh, I, 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 I've got your bio, but it's in my just go, I have it for you right here. You can hand that to the MC, or, you know, she may be the one doing the introductions. Ask her, what do you need from me after the event? I want to serve the women well. How can I best serve them? If the event is continuing on after, say there's another speaker or maybe time of worship, you definitely want to be involved in that. And hear me when I say, if there is somebody coming on before you, be in the front row. Be right there. Be involved with that speaker, with that worship band, that worship leader. That is so important that we support one another in this effort. You are together in creating this experience. Your message is a part of a larger experience. Now, it may just be you and, you know, somebody leading worship. That's still a larger experience and you want to be a part of that. So find out what you can do for that event planner. Is there something I can do for your women? Are you serving coffee after? Is there a dessert time? I would love to be a part of that. I would love to help serve. I would love to pour coffee. Whatever your heart desires that you can do for them, let your event planner know. Now, after the event, 
Not right then, because you've already, this is all pre-event. You've set all this up. Now, while you're at the event, you're there, you've touched base with your event planner, you're where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be, mic'd up at the right time, right before you get ready to go on, you make sure to ask her, are we still good with the time? Because you may find that she needs to shorten it, or she may say, can you stretch it just a little bit? Ask, are we still good with my time? Now, most event planners, if they need you to shorten it or stretch it, they will tell you. But it's there is a kindness in asking. Again, you want to make sure that she looks great to her people. And then after the event, you ask to meet the committee. Can I meet everyone that worked alongside you to put together this event? Thank them individually for doing this. And then you also want to do your best to get their email addresses. And you can say, I would love to stay in touch with you. Can I put you on my email list for event planners? Ask her about any sister churches that helped her. This is so key. Ask her about any sister churches that helped her. And if they're there, that you get to meet them and thank them. And again, ask them if you can add them to your event planner email list. And then before the night is over, thank her for allowing you to be there. Thank her for allowing you to share and thank her for an incredible event. Your job is to make sure she knows that you appreciate it. And before the event is over, it may be a retreat. Just say, I love what I do. I love that I get to share this message that Jesus has given me. And if you know anyone you can refer me to, would you do so? She is going to say yes, but you're going to need to follow up in about a week, just with an email. That'll work just fine. Now, after the event, everybody's gone home. You're back at your hotel. I hope that you've packed in your bag a thank you card that you can mail to her or even just leave at the hotel front desk. They can mail it for you. Something along those lines. But write out that thank you while everything is fresh. Again, you know, remind her of something funny that happened or, you know, maybe something that went a little askew and in, in how well she did. Make it very personal. People don't get a lot of mail these days. So getting something in a mailbox is pretty cool. I know I like it. Put that in the mail. And if you can't do it right then that night, if you forgot your cards, do it when you get home first thing and put it in the mail very next day. Your event planner is your best opportunity for your next opportunity. I'm going to say that again. Your event planner is your best opportunity for your next opportunity. She can introduce you to people that will book you because it is a tight-knit group. They know each other. They talk. They go to conferences together. They meet one another. They're at their denominational conference at the state level, at a national level. This is the person that you want to do well by. And all these tips I just gave you, they're just ways that you can serve her well. Because, you know, we talk about this as speakers. Being a speaker is really about serving. It's about serving your audience well. It's about serving 
her audience well. Serving your event planner well as you serve the women that she is called to shepherd, the women that she is called into this event, the women that God has given her to bring you and your message to. Okay, this is chock full of a lot of information. There are going to be great show notes on this, so you look for those. And I want to remind you again, don't forget about the Activate waitlist. It is there for you. And if, again, if you're remotely interested in Activate, get on the list. TakeTheStagePodcast.com, click Activate. All right, you have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.